Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation is for grown folks, right? Grown folks talk, grown folks conversation, grown folks relationship problems. So yeah, this ain't for the babies because we will indeed beloved be using colorful language in today's conversation right because we got a female that put something on the table and we are beloved going to have a conversation about it now it's five paragraphs long you know the shit that she wrote is like five paragraphs long but beloved we ain't finna read (laughs) we ain't finna read all five of these paragraphs we're going to read the first two because it looked like everything that come after that is like some, um, I don't know. It's like some fluff kind of shit. It's like some, I don't know. It's like, it's just some fairy tale, uh, romantic kind of like wishful thinking. It is so far past reality it is so far past the parking spot that she is currently in. It is it is not worth going up Fantasy Island with the shorty. It's just not even worth it. Mate. All right, so I'm going to give you a little bit of the backdrop. Female, once married, now divorced, right? She got caught with her hand in the cookie jar. So, she was married. She was dealing with a married man. She got caught. He got caught. Take a guess who is still with their spouse. Dog is. Of course, dog is still with his wife. Yet, she is not with her husband because this is how it typically goes. In the hells of North America, in the territory that we call the United States, normally if a shorty get her hand caught in the cookie jar, unless her husband was a player, unless he was a former Mac, unless he was a cheater himself, when you get those odds, normally you keep your husband. But if he is a square... And he ain't got the most flyest ego. And he gonna sit up all day thinking about how this nigga was jumping off the dress on your ass and got down suplexing your ass and power driving your ass and putting you in the figure four and goddamn all this old shit. It's not gonna happen. He's just like, nah. His stomach can't take it. His mind can't take it. His soul can't take it. And he is going to be out. And we know this. That's why on this platform, we encourage single men and married men not to fuck with married women because their husbands are going to leave them six times out of ten. Uh, so let me read this real quick and then let's just uh, we'll chop it up, right? I had an affair. This is the female. It lasted nearly two years. I was married 19 years. I'm on here because 
I have not spoken to my affair partner since it all blew up a year and a half ago. He stayed with his wife. Boom, that is a no-brainer. I, this is the female, got a divorce. Boom, that is another no-brainer. There is a lot more to the story, but I'll leave it there. Second paragraph. The thing is, I am still in love with my affair partner. Even after all this time, it has been so hard to get over him. I still cry about him despite having moved to a new house and a new area, despite having a new boyfriend. Despite finally finding happiness in so many areas of my life, I just cannot get over him. <laughs> All right, little mama, we'll leave it there. She got three more paragraphs, and we're not going to read that shit because she's going to be talking about some. Uh, she's seen him on the turnpike and NYE, and, you know, she was driving over here and seen him and driving over there and seen him, and she tried not to contact him and all this and all that. And little mama, you ain't got to worry about that because now that your husband gone, show the he ain't finna contact you. Shit, that shit dead. All that old romantic ass shit that you had going on when you was rendezvousing and screwing, once you get caught up in the game, it's over with. That is the reality of the matter. All right, so let me just say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. To all black and brown women because that's who this podcast is geared to um we don't really talk to cave dwellers that much we don't really talk to dog kissers that much we just talk to original people here's the thing about being a black and brown woman married with an outside interest um you guys are in a privileged position as a black woman, as a brown woman, you're privileged if you got a husband. Because, see, in America, 70% of black women that are mothers are single. Meaning there's only 30% in change of our women that have children that have a husband. And then, not only that, the statistics say that Black women, on average, get married after their 30s, yet they have the highest percentage of divorce because it's at like 70%. See, the rest of the civilized world is at 50%. Not black, not black folks. Black folks is at 70% divorce rate. So this means that, goddamn, sis, you, you the last to goddamn get a husband because you don't get yours till you're in your 30s, and then you're the first to get a divorce. So you are in a very privileged position when you got a husband. So you can't afford to be having an outside interest and doing some funny style shit because that nigga going to leave you when he find out. If he's a square. Let me say it that way. If he's a square, he ain't, he going to leave you. If he kind of like was a player and he was, you know, he kind of know the streets a little bit. He going to be upset, but that's not going to be enough for him to leave you. Because a player understand how the game goes. So he knows, you know, first thing first, he knows this. He know that the man that you're running around with, that nigga don't want you. No matter how much you got this uh, butterflies in your stomach, 
you got this googly eyes that dog he don't fucking want you because why would he want you men respect loyalty so as a side nigga the only responsibility that we have is to make the married woman that we're dealing with our job is to make her feel like we want her husband position or we want her live-in boyfriend position or we want her live-in baby daddy position but we fucking don't while we want his position we while we want to go to work all day slave for this cracker make money to take care of you and you putting pussy all out in the street why would we want that we have to act like we really want you but we don't we'll fuck you we'll let you suck this dick we might even give you like some small little bullshit ass gifts every now and then give you a few dollars but we're not finna pay your mortgage <laughs> we're not finna pay your car note we're not finna give you no real money we give you some peanut money but we're not gonna give you no real money we're not gonna even buy you no real gifts that is the reality of being a side nigga and you're risking it all for a nigga that's not gonna do what the man you got at home is doing because typically what happens in america is that see black and brown women cheat down they're not like cave dwellers see becky and misty and heather when they cheat they cheat up because all women no matter what their color line is they fuck with their co-workers but misty and heather and them are fucking with the the crackers at the top of the company with the executives and the supervisors and the COOs and the CEOs, they fucking with the dog. They fucking with dog them at the top. Not Shamika them. Shamika work in a warehouse. She fucking with the nigga that work in the warehouse with her. Shamika work at UPS. She fuck with the nigga that work right next to. They they cheat down because nine times out of ten, you know, black and brown women fucking with their coworkers. They work at a job that's lesser than what they husband at. So they fucking with a nigga that can't even do for them what they what the man at the crib can do. This is the reality. Our women get caught up with the co-worker and the nigga at the gym. And the nigga that be at the gym five or six hours, man, I seen brothers in that motherfucker four, five hours a day. He can't be getting no money to be in here this long because all of us as working men, shit, we can't even do them to come in here and get an hour in. Hour and a half in and it's niggas at the gym four, five hours in there. But these are the women a part of me these are the men that the women run behind and ones that's at the gym all day he can't be getting no money yet your husband ain't built like him but your husband gotta work he can't fucking <laughs> tell him to switch spots tell him tell him tell him, tell him you and your husband to switch spots Cause nine times out of ten, the dude can't even afford you. See, look, see, 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 look. I gotta say this, cause black and brown women, you you guys got to know this. When you're dealing with a man, you married, you're in a committed relationship. He's single. You know what he knows about you? Well, he knows you ain't shit, cause you fucking with him. But he know in detail. Every time he see you, wherever y'all meet up at, at the car, behind the job, at the hotel, at one of his kinfolk's house, at his house where he got an apartment, home, townhouse, mobile home, whatever the fuck dude got. 
every time he put his eyes on you, he he knows that you had to sneak to see him. Every time you communicate with him, he understands you had to sneak to see him. He knows how sneaky that you are. Why would he want you full time and he see that you already ain't shit? Why would he want you as a wife? He doesn't. His job is just to make you feel like he would take you on full time. That's the that's the part of manipulation that he has to play as a man. See, manipulation in the hood, we call it game, running game. That's manipulation. That's all it is. If you can identify manipulation, it's not manipulation because you can see it. The hustle is to run this game so strong that it feels real that you can't see it. Before I even got finished reading the first paragraph, I can assure you, beloved, 90% of the people that's listening to this podcast, they already knew what your hubby going to leave you, but his wife is not going to leave. Everybody knew that already. Because Big Mama and them said, it's nothing new under the sun. Big Mama and them also said, the grass is not greener on the other side. This means, beloved, that our elders and our ancestors had to see this relationship pattern happened so many times that they created a proverb for it. The grass is not greener on the other side. What generally happens to American women is this. American women are born with like this romantic uh, kind of like fallacy, right? They believe in this like happiness, kind of like romantic knight in shining armor kind of shit right and it's planted inside of them at a very very young age they eventually start dating they get a husband and the mission of marriage is real the mission of marriage is real the journey is real the love is real but it's a mission it is indeed a journey And the only way black and brown women can feel like they are truly happy and to experience a bliss of romanticism is through a side nigga. Because once they hang out with him, the cares of the day-to-day life is not there. They're not paying no bills together. They don't share a family together. They don't share in-laws together. All they have to do is just hang out for Lisa an hour or two every now now and again and then just enjoy that moment with each other and it feels so real that you want to make that your new life. Yet, what happens is that when you get caught and you get too head over heels, the man is more logical in his relationship structure. And y'all fucking off together. The man is more logical. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to look at it like, well, I got to fight to keep my wife after he get caught because he's not going to leave his wife for you. And the woman can get so caught up in this romanticism and this like this fly by night lust and relationship, this whole this like fairy tale shit. She may not try to fight as hard as she should to keep her husband because she's thinking, well, If her husband leave her and she get a divorce and she get her own place, that's going to open up the door to have more time with this man. But what she doesn't know is 
He doesn't want more time with you. Baby, he got a wife already. He got a girlfriend already. He got a live-in baby mama already. Or better yet, he got a bunch of hoes. You just one of them. He a single nigga. You just one of them. So this is why the shorty say once she got a divorce, she got her own place. She ain't speak to dog in a year and a half. Of course, we all knew he not going to fuck with you like that no more. For what? He just playing the game. When he said he really wanted to be with you, he was talking shit, shorty. He didn't mean it. When he said he loved you, he was talking shit. He didn't mean it. When he said he wished he was your husband, he was talking shit. He didn't mean it. That's manipulation, baby girl. Now, you didn't throw your shit away to thinking, because I can guarantee you, you wasn't fighting hard for your marriage. You thinking, oh, man, you know, once your husband leave you and shit like that, and you get your own place, you're going to be able to, and now look at you. In the second paragraph, you are already talking about how you got a new boyfriend. And you still reaching out and longing and loving for dog that fucked your marriage up. This is why, beloved, we say this here on this podcast. We say, if you catch your old lady hand in the cookie jar, because there's a difference between a woman cheating and a woman fucking off, that's number one. If you catch your hand in the cookie jar, man, forgive her. Because to us, infidelity is a form of mental illness. A person in their right mind won't make decisions like this. You got a new boyfriend and you, you're trying to keep up with a guy that fucked up your marriage? Think about he fucked up your marriage and he still have his. A person with sound and right reasoning was would have snapped back into it. Would have had resentment and everything. Like, oh, okay, this, this nigga playing me. The average female would have said, oh, this nigga playing me. He gonna stay with his wife? Man, this nigga done played me. He done fucked up my shit and he kept his. That should have been enough to humble your motherfucking ass. To take you back and beg your hubbard. Give me another chance. I'm sorry I got played. I fucked up. Not you. You gonna get a new place. Move to a new area. Get a new man. And guess what? You got a new man and look. You ain't even goddamn so in tune with him. You still got your eye on dog. See, the only thing that would have fucked you up is this. If you and dog would have got together permanently, it wouldn't have last two years. It would have it wouldn't have last a year because see that romance, that romantic shit that you got in your mind, that happiness and all this. Once y'all got to pay bills together, somebody got to clean the house, do the laundry together, do the cooking together. Once you had to do all that together and you have a real life, you would have been searching for a new man on him just like you're doing with your new boyfriend you're chasing happiness and nobody can make you happy but yourself nobody can make you happy but yourself you lost it all shawty you lost it all chasing a nigga in the streets so again, what do we say here? Brothers, single brothers, married brothers, keep your dick in your pants, beloved. Don't fuck with married women. I don't care how much she throwing the pussy at you. It is okay to say, nah, I'm cool. 
Shorty, I would hit you, but I ain't gonna hit you. I would put this dick on you, but I ain't gonna do it. I would teabag your motherfucking ass, but I ain't gonna do it. Because you got a husband at home that is a building block of building a new nation, and I don't want to fuck that up. So we just, nah, I can't do that to you, little mama, because, man, that nigga catch you, he gonna leave your motherfucking ass. That is the reality of the matter, right? So, yeah, hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, the phone line is ringing. Hold, hold tight, hold tight. Let me pick this motherfucker up. Hold on. Real Black Content Forum Podcast. I mean, Big VJ, man, what's up? Who we got on the line? Hey, man, Big V, man, can you hear me? Can you hear me, V? I'm trying to make sure we got a good signal. Yeah, yeah, man, I got you, dog. Go ahead, man. Go. Say what you got to say, big dog. Say what you got to say. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on the line. Hey, man, this pimpin' motherfucking Jay, man. Listen, I don't listen in, man, to the podcast, man. I was down in the last chat, man. I just feel like that. Look, I had to get on this mic. I got to say my little two cents about a bitch that ain't shit. Man, you mean to tell me, man, that this motherfucker lost her husband for a nigga in the street, man? I know you try to be nice and political and all that shit, people. Look, man, them hoes ain't shit, my nigga. Listen. They always shit on the good niggas, man. I can guarantee you, man. The husband that she left, man, that nigga loved her with everything. He had cat daddy, and this is how they haul repay you. I mean, all they want to do is be a cum dumpster, right? A pumping dump for a nigga that won't die for them, that won't kill for them. And they love these niggas to death, man. Listen, man, you're reading that thing, man. Look, big. My blood was boiling, pimpin'. I'm talking about I had to call in and give you some news that you can use, man. Listen, stop being so nice and say, look, man, you got to start cutting these hoes off, man. You know what I'm talking about? Once you see it the first time, you know what I'm talking about? It ain't no second time. You know what I'm talking about? I'm on my foot in the back of her ass. She out in the porch. I'm talking about since she can't come back no more. Love don't live here no more. Bitch, go back out in the street and do what the fuck you got there, too. Because this is just ridiculous. I'm talking about, I mean, if you got the mattress in your heart, that's going to take this from Pep and Jay. I'm talking about, you need to goddamn go sock it to a pimp's pocket. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, you need to work, 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 get that booty squirt. I'm talking about, you need to bring it back home if you just want to play out in the streets. That back, I mean, goddamn, they don't sell that much vinegar. You mean to tell me, man, you know, you running behind a nigga in the street, you know, any motherfucking bitch. That get that motherfucker attached to a nigga, man. That nigga hitting that pussy raw, B. See, that's the part that you leaving out, man. STDs could be floating around. I'm talking about side babies could be floating around. I'm talking about, man, that nigga busting them nuts to that whole mouth. Man, that nigga busting them. I'm talking about, man, you got to get rid of it. See, something about you, V. You always trying to say these hoes marriage, man. Listen, you can't say these hoes marriage if they don't want to say the marriage they self, yeah? I mean, goddamn, my nigga. I mean, no, nobody want to... Had that wife get dirtied up by a nigga in the street and he sent them back to him. And look, she doing all this cheating. And I can guarantee you she was on her hub of insurance. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about he working hard. 40, 50, 60 hours a week. Got the bitch on his insurance and she running around with a healthy body to get that pussy to a nobody. And my nigga, you can't make that shit. So look. I just want to call in and just get my two cents because, man, this shit is repampulous. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, we need to take this shit back to the 1920 where they were stuck down pimps in the yard 
keeping these hoes in line, head down. Don't even look at a motherfucking pebble. Well, that's reckless eyeballing. You know what I'm talking about, Jack? Man, I could just say so much more, but look, I'm so glad that her put the hoe out of her ass. I know you be talking so much about, about marriage, Big VJ, but damn, I'm glad he put the hoe out on her ass because that bitch deserved to blow in the street like a tomato can and a motherfucker that kick on up the road till she learned some manners about this thing that we call like so look man i appreciate you for letting me jump on the jack i'm gonna get off that line just in case you got some others to call in and you know i'm talking about i'm gonna keep listening to the show big vj man thank for letting me come on here man peace man i get what you later man peace yeah yeah man it's all good big dog man i'm glad you jumped on you know what i'm talking about and you know we're gonna let that be the closing words you know what i'm talking about how about we do that we're gonna let that be the closing words you know what i'm saying shout out to pimp and jay for calling in and we're gonna say this man we respect pimp and jay but we're gonna lead the show with this keep your marriage together you know what i'm talking about listen forgiveness still works second chance third chances fourth chances 10th chances still work do what you gotta do to keep your family together because when I ask you, beloved, what time is it? The response should be, it is nation building time. So we don't have no times for divorce. And we're going to leave it there. Peace and black power to your family. <laughs> yeah, beloved. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, man. This is indeed Real Black Country to the Front Podcast. This is your brother Big V, man. I'm getting with you guys later. Peace, peace, and love it more peace. And I read this quote. It says, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, for if you only love those who love you, where is your reward? And essentially what I took that as is, I need to be different, even if you're doing wrong against me, even if you're wishing bad against me, even if you do betray me, I am just as bad as you if I can't forgive. And um, if I truly, truly love you and you betrayed me, I have to be able to forgive you. And I think forgiveness is a whole nother conversation Mm -hmm. in the sense where I believe and somebody put this bug in my ear and the true definition of forgiving is to live as if the act has never happened. Is that what that means? Yeah, because then how could you forgive? You can't forgive if you remind yourself of what really happened, because at the end of the day, you're never okay with what really happened. But if you can act as if it has never happened, then you have truly forgiven, and there's no ties or burdens to the actions of the betrayal that has happened. So if I truly love somebody, and I'm speaking from a place of a real life experience right now where I felt betrayed, you know what I'm saying? And I've never felt this betrayal outside of my dad. My dad is the only other person that betrayed me to this magnitude by not being there. Um, But I've learned to forgive him. And once I got that power, I've learned to forgive those that I love as well because I've got to realize and people got to be honest with themselves and understand that people are still human beings and no matter how much you want them to live up to your expectations it's never going to happen and it's either they're going to mask 
the the betrayal that they did to you or if you have a strong enough bond and relationship they can tell you it and with hope you guys can move forward in that regard so if somebody that i truly love betrays me i myself would definitely give another shot mm-hmm. um or i would want to to another person to the same person. Oh, you would forgive the you same forgive person? The same. I don't love people like that. Like, I love everybody, but, but I'm not in love with so people. Like- Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, Your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.